This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity we have to hear your word every morning and every day of our lives. And this morning is not an exception. By your spirit, we look up to you with our hearts wide open. Feel it, Lord. Give us wisdom that is from above. Give us understanding that we may follow you that your plans and purposes for our lives will come to pass. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. I've been preaching about the essence of the powers that are operating in our lives, which is the power of God and the power of Satan. Paul identified this truth when he was recounting the story. You know, sometimes a person tells a story, but depending on what has prompted the story, he tells part of it. Now, hearing the story at another time may give you other aspects that you was not in the first even though it's the same story I don't know if you understand what I'm saying something happens a person gets an opportunity to recount the story now what prompts the recounting of the story is going to determine which part of the story is emphasized which part of the story is giving more details? Do you get it? Which part of the story is giving more details? Now, when another incident prompts the same story to be recounted, another aspect of the story, the same story, another aspect will be more emphasized than the previous. So, your mistake you make is to say I've heard it before okay <laughs> please thank you bishop that's that's one of the things i want you to take home today never have an attitude of i've heard it before you have heard a part of the story before but there are parts that you are yet to hear. So we see that this story was not the first time Paul was recounting it. That is the story of his encounter with Jesus. But in this particular part, 
or in this particular recount, he, he gave us details in terms of what exactly his task was, which also gave us more info in terms of the real issues at stake. Which is Acts 26, verse 18. He said that he's being sent to open the eyes of the Gentiles, to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan to God. So that those who receive his message by faith would have as a blessing forgiveness of their sins and an inheritance among those that belong to God. Amen. Amen. And I've been emphasizing and trying to give different dimensions of it as we go on and listen. And my prayer is that God by his spirit would impart to you a strong desire to constantly want to be under God's power. Amen. Because, listen, being under God's power today does not mean you will be under God's power tomorrow. Being under God's power in the morning does not mean you will be under God's power in the evening. Being under God's power in a particular hour does not mean the next hour is guaranteed to be under God's power. It demands you to be alert all the time. It demands you to be conscious that there are powers that operate you. I don't think when you wake up in the morning, you think, which power is operating me? Hello, hello. Is there anybody here when you wake up? No. But you have to. Yeah. I said, but you have to. Because your only, your only role, your only chance is to decide which one will operate you. Your chance is not to say, no, I'm not going to be operated by any power. It's not true. You will be operated by power. There's always a power. Your chance or your, your say in it is whether, it's not whether to be operated by a power or not. That is the arrangement. That is the arrangement. That we were created to be under an influence. We were created to be under an influence. We were not created to be independent of an influence. I said we were not created to be independent of an influence. Accept it, you'll be wise. And the reason why you be wise when you accept it is because you will always question which one is working. 
you always question which one is working. And that is when you have your say. I don't want you to work. I want this one to work. No, it's very important. It's very important. I said, it's very, very important. I don't want this one to work. I want this one to work. You don't agree with me. You You don't agree with me. I agree with you 100%. You do well to agree with me. Because that is a fact. I mean, as I woke up in this morning, I didn't think of it. But there's a power that is directing what I should do. Oh, yes. One power says, look, there are too many things, there are too many issues that, are, that you must give attention to. So just, just stay in your bed and, and, and think about things. Another power says, you have me to serve in dishing out the food that I've prepared for my people. Get up and go. Yeah, I have to choose. And of course I've chosen. Amen. I said, of course I've chosen. Amen. Did, do you know that if you were to ask yourself every time a thought occurs to you to do something or a feeling arouses in you for something do you know that if you were to ask yourself which power is this you would discover Satan very easily you see just the asking just the asking weakens Satan's power in your life. Just the asking. Just the asking. The only reason why he succeeds is because you don't ask. You, you assume that it's you. But it's never you. Amen. Good. Now, I just want to progress it a little bit further. And talk about how these powers operate in our lives. Or let me put it this way. How is the power of God going to operate in my life? What is a channel? What is the channel by which the power of God operates in my life. There are many, it, it, because the power of God is not like a physical power, like a wind moving things. No. It can happen like that, but it's, it's not like that. It has channels by which it manifests. Yes, there's a supernatural dimension, but there's also the natural dimension by which God successfully manages your life to higher heights. And one of them is wisdom. Wow. 
One of them is wisdom. Just the, the knowledge, the understanding, and therefore the application of the knowledge in, every, in each situation of your life. You see, your life is constantly being run by decisions. Which leads to choices. Your, your mind, your mind is actually the center of your operations. Based on decisions, choices. If I do this, this will happen. If I say this, this is what it's going to say. So I should say this. Or if I dress like this, this is what it means. So I should not dress like that or I should dress like that. That's, that's your life. It's full of decisions. Decisions. I mean, to be here this morning, it's a decision. Oh yes, it's a decision. It's a decision. Which, which is influenced by certain, by knowledge. Which is influenced by understanding. So you find out that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding always go together. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, they always go together. They work together. They don't work against each other. They always work together. Proverbs 3 talks about the world, a, a God by wisdom building the world. He didn't talk God by wind. No, it's a God by wisdom. Created the world. In fact, look for that verse for me. I think Proverbs 3. Is it 3, 3, 3 or something? Please, somebody look for me. Yeah. The Lord by wisdom has founded the earth. I told you that wisdom, knowledge, understanding, they are, they are very tight bodies. The Lord by wisdom has founded the earth. By understanding, he has established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up and the clouds drop the dew. Well, I don't know whatever it means, but whatever it means or whatever it is, I see wisdom there, I see understanding, and I see knowledge. Thank you, Bishop. You shall never lack in wisdom, you shall never lack in understanding, and you shall never lack in knowledge as you submit yourself to God. You know, that is why it hurts me when you are born again and you don't have a serious Bible. It, it hurts me when you are born again. Because it's not everybody that gets a chance to be born again. It's not everybody that gets a chance to be preached to and believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So with this chance that has opened everything that God has to your life and you don't have a serious Bible, it's hurting. Because I can tell you that a serious Bible 
will change you from here to there. Oh yeah. Because a serious Bible would reveal to you the wisdom of God. It will reveal to you the knowledge of life. And it will give you understanding of what life is about. Oh yeah. Some of you will want to study for PhD. Go ahead. PhD will never give you understanding of life. It gives you a certificate in a small field of life. Where it will tell you that there's something called an atom that can be divided into proton and electron and what else? Now they have even divided a proton into something small. I don't know where they are now. But I know they are somewhere. Because everything I learned in medical school, it has increased, it has changed. When I was learning, they told me that there are some receptors, they call it uh, beta 1, beta 2, and that is, those are the only ones. But now they have discovered that even in the beta 1, there are other sub-betas. I don't even know what it is now, but I know there's something. The little that I have is enough to do what I need to do. What I don't know, I'll check those who are studying it. But what I'm trying to say to you is that it hurts when a Christian, a born-again Christian, a Jesus-believing Christian does not have a serious Bible. And the worst of them is when they have a serious Bible but they don't use it. And you see, I'm very determined about that thing. So I have set out to remove as many obstacles as possible. So what I've done is that I've organized from the U.S. a Bible that can help you to learn a bit more about the Word of God. Because that was what, that was what helped me. You see, I was also like the Christian I'm describing who is born again but doesn't have a serious Bible. I was like that. It's not like, you know, when I got born again, I was very clever and, you know, I got a serious Bible. Please. For four years of my born again life, I was just a normal, nominal Christian until I joined this church in school when I heard the pastor preach about the need to get a good Bible. And out of obedience, I sacrificed to get a good Bible. And I've never regretted it. Amen. I've never regretted it. It was an expensive Bible for a student who was begging for five pounds at that time. But it has been a good investment for my life. Amen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It has been a good investment for my life. So I'm here to tell you, get a good Bible. That's not what I'm talking about, but I feel led by the Spirit to tell you, get a good Bible. And don't play with it. Stop, stop, stop saying that, I mean, you are a Christian because you go to church. Stop it. It doesn't help you. You see, church, this building cannot change your life. I 
mean, what will this building do for you? What will this building do for you? To say, yeah, my church is in Randbeck. Yes, and so what? And so what? But you see, the Bible is telling us that the Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. And by understanding, he has established the heaven. And by his knowledge, the depths are broken up and the clouds drop down dew. You see, what we are learning, we are not trying to learn physics. He knows all, he knows all the physics we are learning. He knows how to hang the clouds there and they don't drop. He knows where the ocean water comes from. <laughs> Think about the physics that is operating for the clouds to be cloud. To give you an impression as if it's something solid. I like taking pictures of the cloud when I'm in the air. Because it looks very solid. And yet, there's nothing solid about it. So what you see is not always what it is. What you see because when you see it it gives you a message that it is solid but when you fall on it you will never stop falling you, you until you come to the earth and pray that when you land you will land on a soft water even water by the time you come the speed with which you will land would best open your intestines and break your bones even when you land on water unless you land in the way that allows you your body surface to have minimal contact the lowest surface area of your body when it meets the water that is when the force will penetrate the water but if a bigger area meets the water the water will stop the body and the force will be transmitted back to the body and you you'll be opened up you'll be surprised how water breaks your bones (laughs) because you presented that water with a bigger surface area now if if you are lost don't worry (laughs) hallelujah so listen listen this is just by the way i encourage you to get a good bible and 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 there's some that i i I, it's almost like it's a project that i took it upon myself and of the price at which they sell it i said let's sell it far less yeah i'm told that you can't even get it it's not in the bookshops but i don't know why Christian organizations with so much money are not making available the Bibles that will make the people the Christians they ought to be. Anyway, that's for another day. 
let me just stay on my topic before you start saying, yeah, he's getting old, so he, he, any, anything distracts him. Good. So listen, I'm talking about the wisdom that your life needs. Now, the same Proverbs 24 verse 3 says that the house you get it, the house is also built by the same thing. Because if God by wisdom has founded the earth and by understanding has established the heavens and by knowledge has broken the depth then your house which also is equivalent to your life your life through wisdom can be built and can be built beautifully through understanding your life will be established and through knowledge there will be pleasant and nice things to fill your rooms hallelujah You believe it, you prosper. You don't believe it, you'll be at the mercy of those that have prospered. Listen to me. Don't say that your life is too much of a mess. That nothing good can come out of it. Especially those of you that have not gone to school or have abandoned the school. God's power and God's wisdom does not necessarily need earthly education. It's good, but it's not essential. You see, your lungs, there are two balloons inside you made up of small, small other balloons. It's a big balloon made up of many small balloons. That makes you breathe. It's essential if you are going to be alive. But your inability to be educated in a classroom because you abandon the opportunity does not mean the end of your life. And for those of you that are even educated in a particular field, that is not necessarily where your life will flourish. So stop restricting yourself to one particular field that you have been educated in. Look, our education is good. It teaches our mind to think. But it doesn't mean it is the only way by which we must eat. I'm educated as a doctor. But who says that I'm eating by being a doctor? When, 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 I, when I was focusing on the pastoral work and things, people kept asking, what are you going to eat? What are you going to, how are you going to look after your children? I seem to say that being a pastor is a stupid thing. Let's, let me just stay where I'm supposed to stay. So many people think like that. But I'm here to tell you that your relationship with Jesus, 
your accepting Jesus as the son of God has opened up for you a great blessing that will change your life in a way that you would never have imagined if somebody told you. Believe it and walk in it. I said, believe it and walk in it. And what is it that, what is there? What is there? There are many things that are there in your, in, in, in your relationship with Jesus that has opened up the, the treasury of God to your life. There are many things, but today I'm just saying that one of them is the wisdom of God for your life. And give it your shot. Solomon says, in all you're getting, get understanding. But he said, wisdom is the principal thing. And wisdom is available for you. How do we acquire wisdom? How do we acquire wisdom? By what you see and what you hear. So in closing, I just want to also launched this book and I want you to read it oh father give us wisdom I mean I can't believe that just by listening to preaching reading my bible it's like my whole life is filled with so many people that want to hear what I have to say really I mean think about it think about it that by reading your Bible, by reading books, by listening to preaching, your life is filled with human beings like you who know that the problems they have, you have it, yet they want to hear what you have to say. Doesn't it amaze you? Because your own brothers and siblings, they despise you. But through reading God's word, through listening to preaching, through reading books, and by the help of the Holy Spirit, your life is filled with so many things that you have not even enough space to give attention to the needs of the people of your life. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm telling you, it's amazing. For me, it's amazing. Maybe for you, it's not. But I know myself. I say, I know myself. Yeah. Even people think of you. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Amen. Amen. So, we are launching this book, written by our pastor, our bishop. Yeah, you see... Satan is the one who will, who will tell you every day, book lunch, book lunch. Why? Are we not tired? No, we are not tired because the wisdom, of our, the wisdom that we need for our lives is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And we'll give ourselves to reading. We'll give ourselves to listening to preaching. We'll give ourselves to reading the Bible and meditating on the Bible. It will change your life. Some of the things that are written here, some of the titles in the book. Listen, I'm just read through. Uh, you are busy advertising your digs. 
I hope you'll be have enough to supply. But I, I don't know, but I don't get the feeling that people will rush for it. But please, it's one for one person. Eh? And please don't, some of you, it doesn't take a long time for you to see business opportunities. Please, 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 I beg you, I beg you. I mean, just let, let, let this one pass. Okay, please, let this one pass. Okay? I want people to have it to read their Bible. It's true that, it, I mean, it can be a business opportunity, but please, I beg you, I beg you. If you want to make it a business opportunity, I don't mind. I can assist you to acquire your stock. Do you get it? But please, what I have bought, I want my church people to have it. Please, I beg you. I beg you. Tell somebody standing by you. I beg you. I'm not holding against you. I mean, it's, if, it's a, if you want to do a business opportunity, I can assist you to get your stock. Do you get it? Directly from the supplier. But please, please, don't ride on my horse. Get your own horse, please. Please, I beg you. No, I have to say it. Oh, it's true. Somebody was thinking of it already. (laughs) No, I have to say it because I have people who are doing business with the Macarius. They will buy it at the discounted price and then they'll go and sell it. Oh yes, we, we've had so many of such things, I'm telling you. You see, anyway, the title of a book is Seeing and Hearing. Seeing and Hearing. Seeing and hearing. Let me give you what Jesus said. I hope I'll find my verse. But in Luke chapter 8, Verse 18. And in Mark chapter 4, verse 24. Jesus says something that is important. He said, Take it, take heed, therefore, how you hear. Take heed, therefore. The, you see, the hearing, there is the how to hear. In other words, the how you hear is important. So is, is it even you think, oh, ah, what, what is the hearing and seeing? Every day we do hearing and seeing. The how, the how you hear is important. Because if you are asked to take heed how you hear, 
then it means the how you hear. Or, or it means there is a how you hear. Or there is a how of hearing. Mm-hmm. But in Mark 4, 24, he said, take heed what you hear. Isn't it? You can underline what you hear. Some of us, the mess in our lives is because we didn't pay attention to what we hear. Amen. Or to what, yeah, we, what we hear. Because you see, the just shall live by faith. If what you hear is always bringing fear, which is the opposite of faith, then you will end up living by fear and not by faith. Mm-hmm. Man, you see, Satan is, is very good. He makes you not take, pay attention to what you should pay attention to. Ah, it doesn't matter. We want to hear. I don't want to hear. Because when I hear it, it will not help my faith. So some of you that are always happy to have you heard? Have you heard? I've not heard, and I don't want to hear. Shut up. Because I'm okay until I hear. So I don't want to hear what you're about to say. Can I ask you a question? Why? It's news, mainly bad things. <laughs> Why? It's a good question. It's what appeals to people. <laughs> no, it's not what appeals to people. It's what promotes Satan's agenda. Have you realized it? That what is called news is always bad things. You can do good things. Let good things happen. They will not report it. But let the smallest bad thing happen. Everybody will know. They will say, breaking news. Anyway. So listen. Listen. If Jesus is telling us to take it how we hear and what we hear. Then hearing is important. I said, then hearing it's important. So let me quickly read some of the titles or some of the, 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 the chapters in the book. Seeing and hearing is your entrance into wisdom. That's the first chapter. Seeing and hearing is your entrance into wisdom. The wisdom you lack is because you have not heard it or you have not seen it. The reason why a little sleep, a little slumber feels good to you is that you have not passed by the field of the sluggard to see the effect of a little sleep, a little slumber. 
Oh, yes. That is why many things that feel good to us is because we have not seen the effect of it when it has finished operating. That is why we, we will allow it in our lives. Some of you, you need to wake up. A young person, you are sleeping 10 hours a day. Then when you get old, what would you do? When four hours of this sleep can be turned into millions. When four hours of this sleep can endow you with wisdom that people would travel from afar to come and hear. And you are saying, you know, it's, it feels cold. It feels this. It feels that. It feels that. It's like this. It's like that. Keep on doing it. Anyway, please. I said I'm reading the, the things. You are making me not to follow my plan. Seeing and hearing is your gift from God. Your ability to hear. He that has an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Ah, Jesus. I thought everybody has an ear. So which ear are you talking about? That is your, your that is, should be your question to him. Which ear are you talking about? Because what you said now, he doesn't has an ear. We heard it. So how can you say that we don't have an ear? And how can you say we are blind when we can see you? Can a blind man see you? We are blind because we can't see the God in you. And many of us have eyes. But we can't see. There's a Nigerian proverb that says, A stranger has eyes but cannot see. (laughs) It's not a verse, but it's it's a proverb. Seeing and hearing prevents you from becoming good for nothing. Seeing and hearing guarantees you a channel for receiving. Seeing and hearing gives life to your ministry. Seeing and hearing guarantees divine direction. Seeing and hearing improves your prayer. Seeing and hearing guarantees flexibility. Seeing and hearing guarantees a rise to the next level. Seeing and hearing guarantees humility. Seeing and hearing is the Father's business. Seeing and hearing engineers a great change. Seeing and hearing guarantees your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Hearing twice. Remember at the beginning I told you that most people don't hear what they need to hear. Because when you start your story, they say, ah, we've heard it before. 
No. You've heard a part before, but you have not heard the other part that is coming. Because every time a story is narrated, a little bit more details is given in different aspects of the story. So it takes humility to hear twice. One of the most difficult things to do is to take a book that you have read before and read it. (laughs) Because the know-it-all attitude is always standing in front of you. Hmm. But you will discover that if you read it again, you will see many things you didn't see before. Seeing and hearing never ends. Seeing and hearing must be with faith. How you hear. Seeing and hearing guarantees no loss of anointing. Seeing and hearing guarantees a foundation for your ministry. Seeing and hearing confirms your new level. Seeing and hearing impacts your soul. Seeing and hearing guarantees you become you become a great a good teacher seeing and hearing guarantees your rise into honor and glory seeing and hearing guarantees you becoming a learned person seeing and hearing guarantees you guarantees your journey into the supernatural anointing seeing and hearing makes you know what to speak and what to do Seeing and hearing guarantees you to know his will. Seeing and hearing is the key to your future possessions. Seeing and hearing commissions you into a writing ministry. Hallelujah. I tell you, don't say it anywhere. I've read and launched and gone through many of the books but I feel this book is a very important book it's a book for where we are I said it's a book for where we are and as we launch it I pray that you get your copy how many copies do we have only 50 Okay. Well, in closing, seek wisdom. I said, in closing, seek wisdom. It will come with understanding, it will come with knowledge. Your life is never going to be the same. Don't write yourself out. I said, don't write yourself out. Whether you are old or whether you are young, don't write yourself out. Some of you feel, oh, my time is past. Your time is not past. If you will begin, you will discover that your time actually is now. It was about to pass until you heard what you must hear. It was about to pass until you began. And you will discover that your best years are yet to come. Let's rise to our feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I wanted to pray to God 
we have heard bless his name thank him give him praise ask for his help ask for his help lift up your voice and begin to speak to him thank you Holy Spirit thank you Jesus oh yes 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 Lord in the name of Jesus we are praying we are praying we are praying in the name of Jesus Reke Bendi and Zatana Mananda. The more I seek you, the more I find Kila Mahanda. Zamama Yandevosha. Rabalabada. Zamandele Berele. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tell 
Ask help of the Spirit, help of the Holy Spirit, that in this season. We thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do in our lives. Take your rightful place and draw us deeper into the well that our Father has provided for us. That we may drink for our eyes to be open and for strength to come into us that we may enjoy a time of refreshing. Lord, I thank you that by faith we rise to do what brings us into your blessing. I rebuke satanic deceptions in the lives of your people. Yes, Lord. And anything that will cause them to discard the great truths that you bring to us Sunday after Sunday. Yes. Impart to our spirit the readiness Jesus. to receive of you. Yes. And the willingness to go an extra mile. Willingness. To receive that which you have prepared for our lives. We believe that our life is not what the enemy wants it to be. We believe. But it's what you have ordained it to be. Yes. And we shall see it in the land of the living. Jesus. Thank you. That by your wisdom, our lives shall be built beautifully. Yes. By your understanding, our lives will be established. It shall be an influencing part of humanity. Yes. And thank you that no good thing would it lack because of the wisdom that we have from you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever we have purpose in our hearts today to do, let it be done in Jesus' name. Whatever we have said we shall give ourselves to, let it be so in Jesus' name. For we know that your plans for our lives are good. Every frustration of the enemy, by your power, it shall be halted. Them that have risen to fight against us, by your power, they shall become our helpers. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let every step they take lift our faith in you higher. Yes. Let every step they take cause us to abandon ourselves to you. That they will see your power and glorify your name. 
We thank you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, I want to have a relationship with Jesus. I want to be born again so that I can walk in the wisdom that God has provided for my life. I know that I'll receive forgiveness of sins. But above all, I want to come under the power of God. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, I want a relationship with Jesus. I want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you quickly. I want to pray with you. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Thank you, Jesus. Do I see any hand lifted up? Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you for today. Let our lives bear testimony of what we have heard. Holy Spirit, our teacher, our helper, our comforter, above all, our guide, work in our lives, all your functions. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.